Welcome to this special bonus episode of Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast. This content was taken from our April Lifestyle Guide and is designed to help you thrive in the midst of the COVID-19 crisis. These episodes will be short and to the point, and for the full content, be sure to download the Your Life Rocks app and access the April Lifestyle Guide found inside. Friends, let's talk about marriage and being either pulled together or pulled apart. Mark 10, 9 reads, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. When we talk about it not being normal times, I feel like we need to discuss the fact that there are a lot of us with our spouses 24 seven cooped up in the house with the added stress of kids and finances and a lot could go wrong. Now, early on, I had heard somewhere that China had a rise in divorces after their lockdown. And that made me want to reach out to our marriage expert, Kimberly Walton of Cherished Wives. And her and I had a great conversation about being pulled together or being pulled apart in our marriages. And this is what Kimberly has to say. This is a trifecta, but not in a good way. Families are navigating financial concerns, struggling with close quarters, can you say cabin fever, and overwhelmed with health worries either for themselves or their loved ones. Mental health statistics are starting to come in and they're telling us that marriages and our mental health are taking a hit. Divorce, domestic abuse, and suicide rates seem to be on the rise. And sadly, the statistics are suggesting the toll on marriages for the virus could be catastrophic. This crisis is going to pull at your relationship. It is going to pull you apart or pull you together. And it is your choice. So first, Kimberly wants to share with you some ways that can pull you together. And these can include anything that support your partner and creates a deeper bond. Number one being being more courteous. Little things do add up. Do not underestimate the value of courtesies like saying please, thank you, and you're welcome. They can go a long way as well as little things like picking up after yourself or keeping your space tidy. Another thing is to keep things light. Look for ways to add humor and levity. Laugh at yourself a little bit more. Watch more comedy on TV. Humor is like pushing a reset button. Maybe you've seen the meme circulating online that talks about having an imaginary coworker to blame for the suddenly work at home couples rather than blaming each other. And Kimberly's family has a Jacob somebody that they like to blame stuff on. So who left the door open? Who didn't put the dishes up? Who ate all of the cookies? Oh, it was Jacob somebody. I personally think that idea is brilliant of blaming an imaginary person. Next is to be more giving. Now, this one really is gonna take some intention because when we are stressed, the last thing we wanna do is to give more, but it is also one of the best things that you can do for your marriage. Think about ways that you can be more giving to your mate. Couple ideas from Kimberly is that she's always made her husband's favorite meals or her son's favorite cookies. She's ironed her husband's work shirts for him, which he usually does for himself. But when she's being more giving and trying to be more intentional, that's one of the ways that she can do that. And the last thing on her list for pulling people together is to make molehills out of mountains. It's easy to make a big deal out of the little things right now, but what pulls a couple towards each other is to be able to put some topics on the back burner or to minimize its importance. One of the ways to do this is to stay focused on what is working right and what you are grateful for. Now, just as Kimberly has put together a list of things that can pull us together, she's also put a list of things that can pull us apart. And these include things that drive a wedge between you or leave you and your partner feeling unloved or misunderstood. So these are the cautionary things to watch out for. 
Number one is a different level of concern. Having different levels of concern over the situation pulls at people. For example, one person is overly cautious and one is cavalier. These differences will equate to different approaches to the problem and different solutions. It's important to remember that difference is not necessarily wrong. This will pull couples apart if they don't communicate authentically and vulnerably what they are feeling. Fear is the underlying feeling, but what may come off as judgment, disappointment, anger, or blame. Saying something like, honey, I know that I might seem like I'm overreacting, but I'm really feeling scared about finances or overwhelmed by homeschooling. Now this touches on the idea of being softer with our mate. Remember the virus is the enemy and not our family. That is so true. Next on Kimberly's list of things that can pull us apart is insisting on old roles or patterns. Insisting on traditional roles and gender roles in the home can be problematic, and this can be problematic anytime, but especially now. Now is the time for all hands on deck not to demand you to stick to your traditional family roles. An example that Kimberly gives is Shelly normally does the grocery shopping for her family, but she's taking care of her elderly mom, so her husband took over grocery shopping as a chore to reduce Shelly's potential exposure to the virus. Another thing that Kimberly says that can pull us apart is being too demanding or rigid. Demanding certain things be done a certain way or at certain times is undermining. And this is hard because I totally agree with Kimberly when she says that understanding right now people are looking for a sense of normalcy and and a sense of consistency, but we are in an abnormal environment. Schedules are kind of out the window and every day is a little bit different, especially when we think about the different emotions that we're all juggling. So consider alternate plans for dishes, laundry, cooking dinner, bedtime, rather than trying to be too rigid. For example, those of us that are trying to homeschool and trying to make it mimic traditional school, we have to realize that this is not actual homeschooling. This is crisis schooling. And Kimberly adds that rigid means being inflexible. And when things are inflexible, they are more prone to breaking. Next, Kimberly says that not getting enough me time. And when she shared this one with me, I was could so relate to this one. Close quarters can be trying even for the closest of couples. If you're like me, I love my family, but it's a lot of close together time. And so Kimberly says not getting enough space or me time compounds an already stressful situation. She encourages us all to go for walks, veg out in front of the TV, take naps, declutter that everything drawer, do yard work, rearrange the living room, take long hot showers. Now is not the time to focus on the drawbacks of too much TV, unless maybe it's the news or something that causes extra stress or to insist on conserving water. Now, Kimberly also adds about judging your partner's me time can be catastrophic to your marriage. Me time should be used to give a sense of accomplishment, offer a break, whether it be mental or physical, or to offer a sense of normalcy. Because right now, self-care is imperative. And the last one that Kimberly offers for us as a way to be kind of cautious about things that could pull us apart is to not judge our partner's feelings or fears. Now, Kimberly shares an example that her husband is a widower, and he said to her one night that he feels a strong need to keep her protected right now because he could not bear losing another wife. This virus is triggering him, and it's her job to be supportive and understanding and not to judge. And Kimberly, too, has noticed personal triggers. For example, the lemon-scented disinfecting wipes that are being used to keep everything clean are bringing up feelings of sadness for her. 
When her parents passed away last year, they used a lot of those to clean up their stuff and the smell is transporting her and causing grief to pop up again. Kimberly reminds us that each of us has our own triggers and judging those triggers and our reaction to them can pull us apart. Now is a time for compassion rather than judgment. I want to thank Kimberly so much for these tips of things that can pull us together or pull us apart. I know you probably are like me and you want to think that this can pull us together, but stress gets high. And if you're finding that this time it's like really putting a stress on your marriage, I highly encourage that you reach out to Kimberly. She offers amazing resources and help in these areas. You can learn more by going to cherishedwives.com. Father, I thank you so much for Kimberly and the wisdom that she has brought with us. Lord Jesus, I just pray for your hand of protection on our marriages, Lord God. And just like we said at the very beginning of this, that you have brought us together with our spouse and we know that the enemy has come to destroy that. And we just stand in agreement with you that what you have brought together, nothing can separate. Lord Jesus, we just pray for peace. We pray for understanding, for wisdom and clear thinking, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. I hope you found this information helpful for you as you're navigating the unusual waters that we are all in right now. Be sure to download the Your Life Rocks app for more tips and inspiration. And until next time, keep building a life that rocks.